Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am L.J. LaFura, and this is a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon is currently off settling into college, so I will be alone one more night before I will be joined tomorrow by Taylor Viles, senior writer for the Cape Cod Baseball League. This will be his, I believe, yes, his second time on the show. He came on back in April to spell Brandon for a night or two. So it'll definitely be great to have him back, but I did ask Brandon a while back if he ever wondered what time it is. Of course he said yes, as he should. I mean, the rumor on the street is I cannot get any confirmation from him. He just won't confirm it that he nearly lost his room this semester because he wasn't able to get to school on time. He didn't get there during the check-in hours and they almost went and packed everything up without him. None of that would have happened if he had a watch from La Terrain. At LaTerrain.com, you can get beautiful watches at a very affordable price as far as watches go. And the deal will get sweetened even more if you go ahead and take the promo code MLB daily from us and use it at checkout to save 10% off. I'm really, really starting to consider that legacy too. And honestly, it'll be within the coming days that I'm going to get it. So go ahead and jump on Legacy 2, the Compass, any of these amazing watches, hats, not hats, bags, glasses they have. They should get hats. 
um, even gift cards for family and friends for their birthday. Just make sure you use promo code MLB daily at checkout at la-tourine.com. Well, this one is going to be another kind of relaxed show. I just kind of want to run through, of course, some score lines of interest here before, of course, we get into a couple of the big hard-hitting pieces of the day. We've got a finite amount of room left, thankfully, for the best of MLB Daily podcast for this week, which I am so excited about, as, of course, we're going to have some of the best content from throughout the week. If you missed episodes, it'll be going up on Unhinged Radio tomorrow, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. So don't be, be sure to check it out, I should say, if you have missed any of that content or you just want to hear it again. Um, so far, it looks like there's going to be some, some of this show at the back end, as well as some of my take on the mask mandates who I would want to roast because of their fantasy value, as well as some stuff from that early week game between the Braves and the Yankees, where we talked a lot about the future of guys like John Sterling and the future of this Padres team this year. But let's go ahead and get into a couple things. We're going to go to the Yankees, seeing I mentioned John Sterling as a Matt Kemp, a Tony Kemp, excuse me, <laughs> Tony Kemp, home run here ends up getting the A's past the New York Yankees today for a three to one win. Chad Green does get the loss for that team as Andrew Chafin collects the save. This is now back-to-back losses for a team that was firing on all cylinders for this New York Yankees squad. This isn't what you want to start on going into September. Realistically, this Yankees team should want nothing to do with playing in the wild card game this year, especially with how hot they've gotten. They've proven that they could finish in the division lead, but it is a long way up. Six games, six games with this Rays team is not realistic. It's not a situation I'd like to be in if I were them. So the pressure is absolutely on them. They can't keep dropping games in Set to begin September, they need to come out firing, have one of the best months in possibly franchise history if they want to get back in this. Moving on from there, the White Sox do end up winning this series against the Cubs. Luis Robert hits two home runs, further cementing that point from yesterday about the fact that, look, the amount of talent on this team was already insane as Dylan Cease gets the win here him and his 3.82 ERA on the season. That, that is probably the second starter, third starter on a lot of de- really decent teams. And this guy is probably the last guy into the rotation right now for the White Sox. I mean, I think long-term, you got to look Giolito, you look Rodon, you look Lynn, you look Keuchel even. I mean, there is just so much talent in this team. And then adding guys like Luis Robert, adding guys like uh, Yasmani Grandal, like Eloy Jimenez, just makes this team all the more scary, as I talked about yesterday. Speaking back on the getting on bad tones, 
let's go ahead and talk about this Rockies Dodgers game as the Rockies take down the Dodgers in Los Angeles five nothing and out hit them ten to three. This this isn't good. I mean, you know, I think you have much higher standards for this squad in LA than getting absolutely owned by the Rockies. And this is another tone setter coming into the last two days of August. Can you get the traction? Can you get footing before you really have to go, go, go in September? Because this team, unlike the Yankees, really does have a shot to take over the Giants. They've been not, not only they've been knocking on the door all year, but the added reinforcements, regardless of how good Chris Bryant is, the Dodgers got the better, better group. So you don't want to be two and a half games out at any point, but that is certainly manageable as long as they don't go cold into September. So hopefully this does not start any form of trend. A team that would like to see a trend start here is the Atlanta Braves as they absolutely dominate this, the league leading I think so, unless Tampa has it. Either way, the division NL West leading San Francisco Giants, they beat them 9-0, out-hit them 12-5 in this game. Look, what an awesome performance for this Atlanta team trying to prove itself time and time again after such a horrible start to the year. Ian Anderson, of course, I'm, I'm not sure if this is his first game back. I will check, but he spent significant time on the IL this year of course was certainly a rookie of the year candidate coming into this season I doubt that that's going to happen now with only 96 innings pitched and of course he gets a lot of he got a lot of bad luck this year both not not incredible numbers it's not Trevor Rogers numbers but he also did not get the run support that he pretty rightfully deserved at times, particularly early on. So I do have this here. Yes, this was his return game. His first game since July 11th was played against this San Francisco Giants absolutely stacked roster. I'm trying to see. Um, of course, they don't have Chris Bryant, who got did get injured. But just about everybody else you could ask for is there. That's still an absolute handful of a lineup. He goes five and two thirds, allowing four hits, no runs, of no, no strikeouts, but only gets to 86 pitches, so reasonably could have gone farther. He drops his ERA down to a 3-3-6 with this game. What an addition to have back going into the final stretch of the year. This is a sight to see for a Braves team that has been firing at all cylinders right now. Let's go, Braves. You know, I I picked him coming into the year. I never want could never act bring myself to want to see them fail so let's go let's try to carry this team right on into the postseason maybe get some momentum possibly could we get an interesting matchup with the milwaukee brewers milwaukee braves oh boy um i could say yes because i mean you'd have to have some of their pitching get cold but when you look at some of these guys in the Atlanta rotation at their best could certainly go toe to toe with them on an average day for guys like Woodruff or Burns on their best day, of course, for Atlanta. 
I mean, Ian Anderson, we've seen what he's capable of time and time again. He put this team in a great position last postseason, had really clutch pitching performances. Huascar Yanoa has pitched phenomenal all year. 290, of course, only has 62 innings because of that hand injury, but he is a star in the making. And Max Fried has really started to heat up over the last couple of weeks. Could t- potentially be a scary matchup as a lefty out of the rotation in a playoff format. So those would be our first three games. You just need one win out of those to at least not get swept in the first round. I think they can certainly do that. I like this Braves team's chances to give Milwaukee a run for their money, even if I can still see Milwaukee as a World Series contender right now. So that's a lot of props to this Braves roster, this Braves organization, this Braves coaching staff. All across the board, it has been a phenomenal grouping here. One more score that we're going to talk about before a little bit of history is this Rays-Orioles game as the Rays beat the Orioles 12-8 as Joey Wendell drives in six six batters in this game. They ha- they're even on hits 13-13, to but this is now yet another game. I believe that's three straight for the Orioles that they have dropped after winning two and then before that losing 19. So they are really you know, they're going for that number one pick again. Do I respect them for it? I don't know. Look, I try my best not to be one of those people that flip-flops in this type of field, in this situation. I'm not going for just the hot take. At its core, I do not like the tanking. I do not like this, all right, I'm going to cheap out on the roster and lose as many games as possible for the top prospect because – that is such a dis- disservice to the fan base if you're going to do that. I look at these Baltimore fans. Baltimore fans, if you're listening, I am so sorry for you guys because this is just a lot of pain. There was a lot of really good years there in the early 2010s, but this is a lot of pain to have to deal with and stick through in order to get to the winning. And it just feels so unnecessary to get this bad when – you could invest some money and at least be decent, at least make this a watchable team, make it so this team wasn't a 310 winning percentage and dropping fast. This is just not, this isn't the way I think a organization should be run. With that being said, I do have to respect them. They have a plan and I love when people are committed to their work because they have managed to really kick it into another year Um, I believe they've pushed themselves. Yeah, they're now four games clear of the Diamondbacks and eight games clear of the Pittsburgh Pirates for that um, that number one draft pick next season. So they are certainly doing exactly what they want with this, this team. And I guess it's working out for them. I just don't like what they want. As for the history, I get the esteemed privilege about talking about top baseball prospect Wander Franco, who made a little history today getting on base in this Rays-Orioles game as he extends his consecutive on-base streak to 29 games. Yes, that seems like a lot. That is because it is. Let's look at a list 
of players age 20 and under since 1901 and see where that streak lines up. This currently places him at sixth all time. And that is just behind a couple of scrubs, unfortunately. You know, guys like Frank Robinson, Mickey Mantle, Archie Vaughn, Mel Ott. I, I mean, look, all four of those guys, I named, yeah, four of those guys, five different, five different seasons. All of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. That just further goes to prove how special Wander Franco's numbers are already are and this is just with him getting comfortable to the league i mean there is a huge difference between triple a pitching and major league pitching and it doesn't really feel like that with this guy even with how much he struggled early on i mean this is 51 games a little over 220 plate appearances and this guy is looking like an absolute stud regardless of his cold stretch I want to say he was down near 100 batting average in his first like two, two and a half weeks. He was up. Here's the slash line now 270, 330, 446. That's a 776 OPS and a 120 OPS plus over those 51 games. What a stretch. What a stretch to already have 2.1 war over 50 games for his career. That makes him average out to a 6.7 over 162 games. So to make that a little more clear, if he plays a full season, he is an MVP candidate right now. That's how good his numbers have been offensively and defensively throughout this past year. It is absolutely a sight to watch Wander Franco. And look, you have to also consider future projection. Granted, this guy's got twice as many strikeouts as he does walks, but one of the things that everybody talked about with this guy is his on-base ability. I have to imagine the longer he's in this league, the better and better and better that's going to get. This is a guy that's just adjusting to that speed, just adjusting to how much these crazy pitches, these major league pitchers throw, how much they move, how much they react, how to really prepare like a professional. So we're seeing him put up MVP numbers before he even has the proper mental state to be able to handle what's in front of him. This is an absolutely fantastic player we're looking at. I can't wait to watch more of Wander Franco. Next up, we're going to talk about the clear, I mean, we might as well give him the award now. Honestly, I think if he, if he missed all of September, I think he's still the MVP at this point, and that's Shohei Otani. Look, let's for just for today, let's leave his actual numbers on the mound, which have been fantastic, aside. Let's put these over in the corner and just accept that he's a pitcher. Let's talk about the hitting right now because he has now broken a franchise record this year. He's got 40 home runs, of course, but today he grabbed his 20th bag, making him the first Los Angeles Angel in team history to hit 40 homers and 20 stolen bases in a single season. Um, That's absolutely insane, especially thinking about his teammates, a guy like Mike Trout. Uh, Let me look to see what his closest seasons were. Let's see. 
Okay, so he has had he's only had two seasons over 45, 40 homers, 41 in 2015 and 45 in 2019. During those seasons, he had 11 in 2019 and there was the 41, 11 in 2015. So this is a guy that hasn't been stealing a lot of bases. Holy mother of wow okay wow all right sorry um so what i'm looking at right now and i'm can't believe i haven't seen this before i i kind of feel ashamed i'm also dumbfounded here mike trout stole 49 bases in his rookie year that is absolutely brilliant 49 stolen bases five times caught stealing all of this while slashing 326, 399, 564. This man was unreal as a rookie. Uh, frankly, still a little dumbfounded with these numbers. You don't win the MVP, but that's beside the fact here because 49 stolen bases isn't something we're going to see from major stars very often. I mean, there's been a lot of deviation in his stolen base numbers, but for the most part, after his 2013 campaign, that dropped off significantly. As, frankly, I wouldn't want the team, if I was a team, I wouldn't want him risking himself like that either. Look, this is the best baseball player in the entire world. He's the best at doing this one job that I may ever see. I don't want him getting hurt stealing bases, especially when the math is showing that stealing bases is less and less valuable now than we thought it was before. I'd rather have him healthy so he can go ahead and hit home runs, hit for average, get up there and walk a bunch of times as he's been doing in recent years. That's why his stolen base numbers have fallen off. The team wants nothing to do with him going out there and trying to grab all of these bags, trying to grab 49 bases is ridiculous. But with that being said, I'm pretty sure if healthy, he can do that if he wants to. Even at 30, he can get up above 30 stolen bases if he really wants to. He hasn't done that since 2016. So that explains it. He probably could do 40 and 20. But still, I think the fact that they've sent Shohei Otani 20 plus times to grab an extra base is absolutely insane for the exact same reason you don't want Mike Trout stealing that many bases because it is a terrible way to risk your player, especially a player so good as Mike Trout, so good as Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani is doing so much right now. He's hitting absolute bombs. He's hitting for good average and he's pitching every fifth day. The pitching and the hitting is enough to keep track of and take care of. The least you could do is let him settle down and take a bit of a breather on the base path. But for him to grab 20 bags is just so dominant, so amazing. We're never going to see anything like Shohei Otani again. I really don't think so, unless the game translates completely towards this and we get all sorts of two-way players now because of Shohei Otani somebody may very well may pop up like this but this is more and more impressive as the days go by it's absolutely brilliant all right that is going to wrap up the main part of this show 
The last thing we're going to do before we get going is give out the players of the week. I have one. I did text Brandon to get his. I'll go first as I have chosen Frankie Montas of the Oakland Athletics. Frankie Montas has gone 14 innings this week with seven war, no earned runs, and is currently got 9.64 strikeouts per nine innings pitched. 1.93 walks over that stretch as well. Look, this has been a dominant week, two-start week for Frankie Montas. It is absolutely beautiful to see. And it's great to see that against top, top teams. He's done this when his team absolutely needed it. Oakland, of course, on that six-game losing streak, and he comes in and he goes and shuts down the Yankees. This is this is the best Yankees lineup we've seen all year. This is probably the best Yankees lineup we have seen in this current run of the Yankees. They have never been hotter. They've never been more balanced and just hitting the ball great than they have been over this past month. And for him to go and shut that team down really speaks volumes to his performance. And especially to do that at a time in which his team really really needed him to buckle it down and help them get a win to start going in the right direction. It's so huge for this team is now we've seen them win back to back. This could be the start of a bit of a streak and they could start pushing back towards the Red Sox for a potential wildcard spot. As for Brandon, he went with Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees. We're going to excuse the homer pick here because you have to listen to this stat line. Judge played in five games this week, hit two home runs, drove in seven, stole a bag, and slashed 571, 591, 1,000 for the week for a 664 weighted on base average. All of this was able to get him 0.7 war for just this week. And of course, this is among. Most of this was among their 13-game win streak. So another guy performing incredibly well when his team needed him most. You, 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 really, you really are going to get my respect a lot for that situation. But that will wrap things up for MLB Daily today. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at MLB Daily Pod. We have content there just about every day. Also, make sure you go and find us on Unhinged Radio as we will have Best of MLB Daily coming out at 5 p.m. today. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Until next time, see you manana. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement.
stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.